Welcome to another episode of Average Reviews, where we review things averagely. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Chris. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Average Reviews. So, let's just get straight into it, I guess. The first thing that we're going to review is Mother which is a film starring Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. And, um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was... um, Definitely a very conceptual film. When you've watched the whole film, you look back on it, you think on it, it's a good film, but I didn't enjoy it. Explain why. Main part is it's very allegorical about religion and Christianity particularly. Um, so I don't know. Do you want me to just talk through what I, my interpretation of the film was? I mean, your interpretation was the correct interpretation. Yeah, but I'm saying, are we talking about that or are we talking about how it was done? Well, we'll do both. So just give you your interpretation. My interpretation as I was watching it was that um, him, who was played by Javier Bardem, was God. I couldn't quite place who Jennifer Lawrence's mother was, even though it should have been really obvious from the name. But I was seeing it more as something like life of some way. I guess but, she is, because Mother yeah, Earth Yeah, it turns is. out as Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Um at some point they have a kid and that was Jesus so obviously the kid dies because that's what happens it's quite with Jesus brutal. Um, there's a couple of characters played by Ed Harris and Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer they were Adam and Eve and they had two kids, Cain and Abel Domino Gleeson and the other Gleeson Brian Brian Gleeson and um, it was just a very, in my mind, ham-fisted way of approaching religion, trying to get it into a mainstream film. But the biggest issue I had with it is while you were watching it, it was just a confusing, chaotic mess. That's why I liked it. The number of times we both said, I don't have a clue what the fuck is going on with this film... See, I don't think you have to understand the film to enjoy it. No, I, I agree with that. It's just, it was too confusing until it all wrapped up. Granted, like I said, I had That's my... That's the whole point of the film. Yeah, I had my like ideas throughout. Like I picked up pretty early on that I thought Javier Bardem was God. And then it was just piecing together everything after that sort of thing. But I don't know. I, I don't know what I was expecting it going in, but it definitely wasn't that. And whether that skewed my impression of it, I don't know. I doubt it. You went in thinking it was going to be a horror. But I did a little not. bit, yeah. It was marketed... I did some research last night. It was marketed a as a horror <laughs> purely to prepare the audience for the graphic nature of the last half hour. Which isn't how you market a film, if you ask me. I'd still say it's a horror. No. To an extent. Not in the slightest. But... It's a psychological horror. It's not like a scary horror. It's a, this is a scary thing that's happening to a person. 
this is what's happening to the world. Humans are fucking it up. Yeah, that's the metaphorical meaning behind it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't enjoy it. Like I said, it's a good film. Looking back on it, I can perfectly see why they did what they did, and everything like that. I just, I didn't enjoy it. You just don't want to have to work to watch a film. I don't want to work full stop. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but there was something I said about it yesterday. And I said, this is exactly what we should be talking about today. And it's completely gone. But I wanted to really expand on that, but I can't. So, so that was just You pointless. should have made notes. I should have. One day. <laughs> but again, work. So, yeah, what, what did you think of it then? I really enjoyed it. I didn't quite pick up on the actual meaning behind it because never in my mind would it have gone to religion. I did have, like, when I was thinking through it, I was like, okay, maybe he's God, but that wasn't at the forefront of my mind. I saw it more as, like, a toxic relationship, but then there were bits of it that didn't quite make sense. But I guess, in a way, it is a toxic relationship because in the actual metaphor that the movies portraying is the toxic relationship between humanity and the earth which isn't the toxic relationship you were picking up on no it's more but it's god's creation yeah but like reading up on people's theories of it it's very very clear the different parts of it and but i i do like films like which different parts of it so there was a scar on the Ed Harris's character, who was the metaphor for Adam, which in, is interpreted as taking a rib from Adam to create Earth, uh, Eve. And there was the crystal being the forbidden fruit because both Michelle Pfeiffer and Ed Harris wanted it. And mainly then, Eve. Yeah, mainly Eve. Adam did what he was told, like a good boy. But there are still bits of it that we're confused about. Like, why was Ed Harris's character ill? Yeah, he seemed to have, like, a smoker's cough, maybe some form of cancer or something like that. He was dying. Yeah, he made a very big point of the fact that he wasn't very well. So I don't quite know how that relates back to the story of Adam and But that could just be the cinematic appeal of it. And maybe it's just a, a way to crowbar in the lighter for the set piece. Mm. Although there's many different ways. Yeah. Like, they can still make him a smoker without making him ill. So, I don't, I don't know. But, and then, like, the whole... Well, now I can actually understand that now, him barring off the Garden of Eden. Because that that's the paradise. That's, like, the, the Garden of Eden, effectively. And God didn't want people in there after humans messing it up with Adam and Eve. And then eventually he goes back there to restart it. Um, But yeah, to me, it was just, it wasn't an enjoyable watch. It was just too confusing. The narrative jumped here, there and everywhere. And like I say, it's only when... You piece it all together at the end, if you can piece it all together, because I'm sure there are some people that are watching just think, what the fuck? But it's only like when you can piece it all together that you can actually take that step back and think, that was actually a good film, but watching it now, I just I didn't enjoy it. I think one of the things that stuck out to me was 
watching it, I was uncomfortable. But I think that is the point of the film. It's meant to make us... I think that it is a film for people who are smart, like people who can make those connections. And it's meant to make us reflect on what we're doing to the earth. I was just too annoyed to be... um, Whatever the word you just said was. Progressive. No. You didn't even say progressive. No, I didn't. I can't remember what I said either. (laughs) It flows Uh, out and doesn't go in. (laughs) Um... Oh, this is going to niggle now. God damn, we are professional. So professional. Is that like our catchphrase now? (laughs) (laughs) Every episode. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it didn't, like I say, I was just too annoyed by it to actually be engaged by it. I guess it goes either way. That's... The reason I liked it is the reason you didn't. I'm not saying that I don't like an intellectual film. Granted, you don't. They wouldn't be my top choices, but I'm happy to sit down and watch it. But for me, I am. Don't shake your head. (laughs) For me, that wasn't an intellectual film. It was just an allegory. Yeah. That doesn't. You don't need an intellect for that. You just need to know or have an understanding of what they're positioning it as and towards. I I don't think it was a a deep intellectual film by any stretch. No, it's just you have to have the ability to make those connections. Is what I'm saying. Which I did. So. (laughs) It's only because you went to a posh private Catholic school. Maybe. That's not the point. So, yeah, uh, I think the performances in themselves were all right. Again, they were a bit... I think Jennifer tonally... Lawrence's was amazing. Yeah, but... Really stuck out to it, me. Like I said, the rest of them, the supporting cast, they were just tonally all over the place. It, but that's it the really point. Did... No, I know that was the point, but I'm just saying, because of that, it didn't mesh for me. It just jumps from one thing to another to another, and there's... There is a narrative, but there's no narrative. Narrative. You if just you get don't me. like being confused. I live my life confused. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I just I didn't enjoy it. I'm not a great fan of religious stories either, so that probably did sway it a I mean, little me bit. Me either, but yeah. But yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to convince you it was a good film because I've said it's a good film. I've said it's a good film. I just didn't enjoy it. Mm. So yeah, I I can't remember what scale we said we started to do things on, but I'll give it a five out of ten. I guess it's a good film, but it's not for everyone. Definitely not for everyone. Oh no, I'm giving it an eight mainly because Jennifer Lawrence. She was good in it. I just really like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> so do I. I'm not going to give you a little girly giggle, though. <laughs> he says, giving me a girly giggle. <laughs> oh, God, that was terrifying. <laughs> that, was, that was a goblin giggle. Yeah, well, oh. I, I don't have an inner little girl, so... That's forever immortalised on tape now. I don't give a shit. I'm sure that's not going to be the worst thing I do on it. <laughs> Probably not. So, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered that. It was cinematically shot well. 
Yeah, set-wise, I liked the set. Yeah. I think particularly the last half hour of the film was, to me, a manic fever dream. I loved how they did that. And how did you describe that? How did I describe it? That is a visual representation of what goes on inside your head every day. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. But every, every time the camera would change angle, you'd be in a new scene. A different thing was happening. And they shot the whole thing actually with like the same set. So it was all in this house that was the same size. They didn't size anything up, which I think is pretty impressive because it wasn't exactly a massive amount of space. It must have taken a very long time. But from what I could tell, the director had a very set idea in his mind of how he wanted it to be portrayed and he everybody worked very hard Singular to get vision. yeah it, it didn't come across as being mean or particularly pedantic or picky or anything like that but yeah i think that's that's mother thank you mother oh no moving on moving on WandaVision, we've just finished watching the episode six. sixth episode. What are your thoughts so far? Still loving it. Me too. It's just going from strength to strength. It's picking up a real pace. The story's just very engaging. And it's constantly evolving. I'm just really mad that you have to wait a week in between each episode. Well... We could have waited 10 weeks or whatever and then just binged it, but... I don't think that would have been a good idea. No. I, th- I enjoy this. It's back to how telly used to be. See, this isn't how I do te- telly. Doing well. I oftentimes get a show and I binge it. I've done it with Grey's. I'm going to do it with Castle. Oh, I can't wait for Castle again. Though. I know, I'm so excited. We, we can come back to we that. We'll get back to that. But yes, WandaVision. I think that they've definitely got a very strong plot. I think one of the strengths of having a Marvel TV show is that they have thoroughly, thoroughly planned out every single detail of the plot line to a T. And they have the budget to back it up. Yeah. And the thing with other TV shows is they kind of they make it up as the series goes along sometimes. And you can see that that's definitely not what Marvel do. Everything's leading to a very clear building point. I'm excited to see what that point is going to turn out to be. Yeah, it could go several so different ways. ways. And all of them, apart from one, are looking really exciting. Apart from... One. Yeah, the one that I don't think will be good and very, very anticlimactic is they somehow get inside the hex and subdue wonder, like tranquilize. Oh, yeah, that can't be how it goes. No, but that is a potential option. And if that is what happens, that's going to be such an anticlimax when there's so much scope to grow. Yeah. And they could completely rewrite everything with Marvel and just throw it down a complete alternate reality line as well. Reboot everything from scratch. Recast people. Do different stories. It's not like Marvel's got a limited 
sort of back catalogue, is it? There's so many different stories that they can draw on. So like, it'd be really interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I agree. The one thing I'm mad about is the fact that Aaron Taylor-Johnson no longer is playing Quicksilver because I was so excited to see if they would develop that character because I think that having that Quicksilver, because he was quite dark and mysterious kind of thing, as opposed to Evan Peters' Quicksilver, who's very light-hearted in the X-Men. That would have been kick-ass. Eh... Uh, not bad. stealing their jokes or anything. Bad, bad. <laughs> but no, I'm very excited. Now the kids have powers as well. So I think that's going to add an extra layer. Yeah. Because they might become the, the kids. Because she has... Her kids famous... might become the kids. No, she has famous kids in the comics. Like, the, in the comics, her kids are developed characters. Yes. So they might become those kids. But I don't know very much about the comics. And it all depends because obviously she has created these inside of the hex. Will they be able to survive outside it like Vision? Because mm. you saw what happened there. Is it going to be the same for kids or because they are completely created from scratch and not something brought back to life? But she isn't creating them from scratch. They're, they're created from things. Like, that's what she was saying when, um, um, I can't remember her name. Captain Marvel's friend's kid, yeah. When she went in, she was wearing the Kevlar vest, and then her clothes turned into the Kevlar. So the kids are probably just, like, actually made from, I don't know, skin cells of hers. I don't know how it works. Yeah, but know. she's still creating life. Well, no, if you're using a skin cell, it's already alive. She's creating consciousness, then. What is consciousness? She's creating a soul. She's ginger, what she can't. She... <laughs> I'm ginger as well, by the way. I'm not being really rude. No, you're just soulless. Yep, that's true. Um, but yeah, it's... Like, pedantics aside, she is creating life. So is that just viable inside the hex? Or will they be able to go outside like she can? That's There's so many things that are still left to be told. And whether or not they do a second series, I have no idea. I've not looked into it. But I think it's all going to be included are, in the films as well. Yeah, if they are wrapping cause... it up like with this strand, they've not got much time left to do it in either. From what I've read, this plot, like this storyline, is going to be carried on through um, Spider Man. Spider Man 2. Spider Man? Superman. Spider Man 3, not 2. Yeah, whatever. I know what I meant. I'm and all really... our many listeners knew what I meant. Maybe, maybe not. I'm very excited for Spider Man 3. Especially as soon as they've, like, basically. I, I don't know if it's actually confirmed. I'm pretty sure it's confirmed that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are cast. Which is going to be very, very interesting. I think that this time around in this phase, they're just going to be playing with time and dimensions a lot more. Which I am excited about. Probably not through the whole phase, but... No, but more well, than yeah, they have Well, yeah, you've before. got a few already slated that sounded like it, so yeah. 
whether or not the pandemic's gonna push things well obviously it's pushing things back but whether it's gonna make them rethink anything doubt it I don't think they would. I think they've got everything very clear. Yeah, but some things may have had to have happened by certain points for things to ha- other things to happen and stuff. I don't know. Mm. Stupid fucking virus. Wear a mask and wash your hands, and Keep abide by yeah, abide by lockdown rules. Please. That's a PSA from us. Yeah, we've done our part now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Snowpiercer as well. We're oh, yeah. catching up on that. Well, not catching, we've caught up on that. And again, that's set up really Strong. well. And yeah, going from strength to strength. And another one that has sucked me in. I'd give both of those 9 out of 10. Sorry, I'm trying to get my drink. The stand. Still going. I'm enjoying that a lot, a lot more than I thought I would. Good. Still mad at it. No. And why are you mad at it? Spoiler alert. I killed off one of my favourite characters. Without even giving as much time to have him as a developed character. He could have been such a better character. But more the developed. Way, yeah, the way the TV series is, though, there's a lot of time jumps, so there's still probably going to be bits with him in. Maybe. Although Maybe. the time jumps do seem to have settled down this last episode. Mm-hmm. But then they are trying to tell that part of the story, I guess. So, uh. anyway, you also wanted to talk about a, a little thing called what? A map of the tiny little places. Yes, yeah, tiny thing. perfect places. What's it called? The map of tiny perfect things. That's it. You were so close. So close. You got some of the words in some of the order. <laughs> So it's a film that was recently released on Amazon Prime, starring Catherine Newton and Kyle Allen. I nearly said Tim Allen, and that's <laughs> not the right person. Arf, arf, arf. Yeah, you'd have had to watch it to know that. Home improvement. Uh, okay. Two teens who live the same day repeatedly, enabling them to create the titular map. That sounds thrilling. That's not a good. So basically, it's like Groundhog Day. It's no, it's not like Groundhog Day. It's the premise of repeating the same day over and over. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is not the first or only film to have done that. It's nothing like Groundhog Day. It's, I'd say that the target audience is like teens. And Groundhog Day fans. No. No. <laughs> Although they do mention Groundhog Day a lot in it. Like, like it's Groundhog Day. Like, consi- right. For the um, record, I haven't seen this, so. No, this is just me. I'm just winding tab up <laughs> with this. And I loved it. I thought it was very good. It was very heartwarming. The end was okay. I don't know that there are many other places. It the the big thing that resolved it was not. It didn't really make much sense to me because basically what they do is they they're just these two random people who are reliving the same day, and then they discover that each other's reliving the same day. 
And then they find this perfect... This, this girl found this perfect moment of an eagle swooping up a bird. And then they make it their mission to find all the perfect moments that happen in their small town. So that's just happened on a whim. And then it turns out that all those perfect places align when she dangles some string to create a fourth dimension and she has to find this missing point and where that perfect place is is the perfect that like the thing that resolves it all and then the next day it's the next day so it's just a little bit that does not make sense that doesn't line up why would these perfect days which is a concept that they themselves completely thought of by random like that there was no evidence that that who would think why would that be a thing? It is not a thing. But anyway, it's a very good film. It's definitely worth it. No. <laughs> no, it's not Groundhog Day. People need to stop thinking that that premise is plagiarising Groundhog Day. It's just a premise. But while we're on it, this reminds me of Happy Death Day. It's, okay. it's the reliving the same day over and over premise. Groundhog Day. No. No. Stop it. You know, I don't think I've ever actually watched Groundhog Day the whole way through. You're dead to me. <laughs> I know. Anyway, what did you think? Can you remember Happy Death Day? And Happy Death I Day 2. I can remember mm. the films. I can't remember much of what happened in them. Can you remember what you thought of them? I thought they were all right for what they were. I did not. A little bit cliche. I did not like them at all. I wouldn't say they were great films, but I don't think they're as bad as your making out with your facial expressions. But the films themselves were okay. It's just the ending. There, there wasn't. They didn't need to be a second one. The second one was terrible. I and can't remember anything of the second one. There was quantum physics involved, and that's just wrong. Yeah, for all these people that likes films you have to think about, intelligent films. Blah, no, blah. because it's not an intelligent film. <laughs> and in the first one, the bad guy turns out to be her roommate. And then she pushes her roommate out of a window and everything's resolved. I really, really didn't like the end. All life's problems are sorted like that. Push no. your roommate out the window, move on. Just Job done. Sorted. Anyway... Moving on, you wanted to talk about a film called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Ha 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 ha. For anyone who doesn't understand what he just did, he repeated it again because the premise of the film is that the same day is repeated. It's not funny if you have to repeat it. Explain it. <laughs> I know. I was Such taking all the fun out of your joke. God damn, I hate you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anything else you would like to mention about any of those things? Any of those things, no. Um, I'm still watching Grey's. I'm currently on season 12, which is... I'm getting through it, and I'm enjoying it. Good. Yes, I would definitely recommend it to people who like medical dramas. Or just, you know, a load of bad things happening to people... But them pushing through. Or just something you want to do while you're meant to be doing school. That's the way Tab does it. That is not true. I do all my school... I'm genuinely offended. 
Everyone's gonna think I don't do my schoolwork, but I do my. I do. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Is the subtitle of this episode gonna be the one where Tab breaks? <laughs> yes. Moving away from yeah. films and TV, let's do a little bit of tech. Because no, you can do a bit of tech. I will do a bit of tech, because recently I've purchased the Creality LD002R 3D printer. Sado. Name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Creality may listen. You get on they PR may reach list. out. Yes. I don't yeah, think they we'll, have a PR list. We'll Send a copy of this to them. Of course they'll have a PR list. Every company will have a PR list. They can get us that metallic silk. Mate, that's not even the same company. No. But they can send us one of the Ender printers. I'll review one of them. FDM ones. But yeah, this is a resin printer. A 3D resin printer. Uh, it's my first foray into it. And it was a piece of piss to set up. Had it running within five minutes. Two buttons to press and it's set up. Um, the only issue I've had is where I've actually messed it up myself by putting like the wrong supports on or something like that to... Consistently. Yeah. And then once it failed, I didn't notice that some of the build-up of the resin was in the resin tray, and that created a couple of other failures. But other than that, it has been a piece of piss. It works perfectly fine. Anyone wanting to get into 3D printing, it was on the budget side of things, and it's a great little printer. The only downside I would have to it, there's two. One is the speed, but I think that's, that's a the pretty... the same with pretty yeah, much everything. with a resin printer, I think it's pretty standard. The second is the build plate size. It's not the biggest, but... It does the job for what we need it for, which is to print little miniatures for Dungeons and Dragons and stuff to paint. So something to fill a bit of time painting them. Another um, positive is it's really not loud. It's really not loud. Like, you think about 3D printers and you think of the, like, of the sound. <laughs> but it doesn't do that. It It's quieter than your old PlayStation. <laughs> Everything's quieter than my old PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyone looking to get into the world of 3d printing i would recommend this it is a budget model but it has a lot of bang for its buck and 3d printing is a pretty addictive hobby to have as well i'm loving it absolutely loving it next Too step much. is going to be 3d modeling once i get my new laptop which will be a gigabyte laptop. So anyone from a gigabyte listening, feel free to hit me up as well, even though I have ordered one. So yeah, just... any other laptop providers, feel free to hit me up and I'll talk about you. Waffle on and on. We just want free things. We say this Swag. every episode. We must sound like needy bitches. Such desperate people. No, I'm, I'd be more interested in getting more listeners than swag, to be honest. Because with more listeners comes more swag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone that is listening, share. Let all your friends know. Let all your family know. Let your enemies know. Give them something to listen to. Absolute waffle. But we would appreciate it. We will be forever grateful. I love the thought of us being the thing you send to your enemies because it's just so bad. <laughs> it's torture to listen to. Yeah. 
Pretty much. Yeah. I listen to every episode after it's done and it sends me to sleep, so that's a plus. <laughs> the important thing is I have fun doing it. Yeah, that's true. Granted, most of that fun is at your expense. But and that is also true. That's just life. But I don't think I have anything else to review. I've not done anything else with my life recently. No, same here. Unless you want to review the paints. Quick mention of them. From the Army Painter, is it? Yeah. Little D&D branded paints. Very nice. Uh, yes, very, Do very the good. They they cover very well. The, the pigment is good and they dry fast. Yeah. And mix well. A little goes a long way. A little does go a long way, which, which we found out. The hard way. Yeah. Empty out a fair chunk of it and then think, bugger. We've done that pretty much every single time. Yes. It's surprising how little you need to paint a miniature. The thing with painting miniatures is they're so much easier than you think they're going to be to paint. Because you look at them and they seem really small, but once you're actually getting in and doing the details, every it feels bigger. Weirdly, it does. I still don't see the detail as well as you. Oh, I see it, I just can't paint it. Yeah, you don't try. There's that as well. But there we go. We'll be moving on to some um, scenery and buildings next. We'll let you know how that goes. We're going to start with some moss-covered walls. Okay. Yep. Yes. We will put photos of the stuff we paint onto the website as well for anybody that's interested. Anyone that's not, sod you. We don't care. <laughs> so I think that's the end of our episode today. I believe so. Um, we've still got the outro. So I think that's in place, isn't it? Yeah, so listen up for details on how to contact us and we will see you next time. Peace out. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Average Reviews. We're always on the lookout for feedback or requests, so if you do have anything, please contact us. Email is requests at averagereviews.co.uk. As the name suggests, any requests you've got, but we also take any other kinds of feedback. Um, We've got a website, www.averagereviews.co.uk, which doesn't get updated very often, to be honest, but we will be trying to get that up to date more often. Easiest way to reach us would probably be on Twitter, which is Podcast. There is a handle of Average Reviews that we would like. If you're the owner, please get in touch. Otherwise, we will stay as Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good life. (laughs)